0: Hey, Mother.
1: Welcome to the party, pal.
0: Welcome to another edition of Yippie Kaye Mother Podcast. I'm Ralph Quartucci. I'm Sean Paul Murphy.
2: I'm Michelle Wojo Wojikowski. And here's my sidekick and partner in crime, Brad Barawi.
0: And I'm John Quartucci. And I'm Drew Gould. Drew Thank is you. our newest member. Welcome, Drew.
3: Thank you. Um, Thank you. Hey, Drew, and-
0: Since Drew is a new member, he gets to bring the movie today. But before we talk about that movie, I want to know if you guys all noticed that all the podcasts are up. So I am done. The archive has been finished. (laughs) Anyone listen to the old stuff? Well, it's so much easier, Ralph, when you subscribe or get notifications. Thank you, I mean, I'm telling you what. And I say it every week, and apparently nobody's listening. so, So, It, it really our- helps when you subscribe, when you get notifications, and actually when you share the videos too. So our- please leave, that and leave comments. We love the comments. Not that we've had any, but we do love them. <laughs> People do comment on them. They
1: and also remember – this is a podcast mainly, not a video cast.
0: Except we do it on video, and, you know, that's the way it is. Yeah. And the Patreon people get to listen to the famous counselor edition of our show. Oh, my God. Every, so I mean, that's a special. There's a lot of buzz around that one. There's don't don't one. watch
2: that, people. So you not listen not to that one. That, that one. That one, one. That
0: po- you will that never come podcast back. What is podcast is the only
1: thing you ever need to see of that movie.
0: Exactly. And, and, and that's when Mojo was nice, and she got pretty <laughs> nice. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> <So. laughs>
3: So, Drew. Yes. The floor is yours. What's the movie? The movie I picked this week is um, actually my favorite movie ever, Mad Max Fury Road. Wow. And that movie, um, I've never had a favorite movie before because, like the rest of you, I love movies. But that movie does everything so right all the time. It's not perfect because that's not a real thing. But I I remember the first time I saw the movie and when I watched it again two hours ago before the podcast – uh, I, I had the same experience each time, each moment, each everything. It just is just the most incredible storytelling. Um, it, it's it's uh, it's the kind of movie that a lot of other directors and writers in Hollywood, I, I've read many interviews, Steven Soderbergh, other people, they looked at it and they were like, I, I, I don't even know how you do that. Yeah. That's how that, people who actually know how to make movies, like Sean, for example, would look at it and say, this is really, this is a whole other level. Are <laughs> you just saying that because... One of the films I wrote, The Black Rider, has been accused of being a ripoff of Mad Max. Well, it's not that it was a ripoff. It was influenced by it because, you know, every post-apocalyptic movie has been influenced by Mad Max and Road Warrior for the past 40 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say so.
0: I don't think it was a... I, I think it was an homage or plagiarism. <laughs> 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 That's right deal.
2: And this and was... about the
0: a script. script. You guys remember the, script, the point it was, the um, that was, it was a homage.
3: When the director did it, it became plagiarism.
0: <laughs> uh, so is there
3: a, what's the description on this movie? So uh, one, of the, one of the criticisms of the movie is that um, it has no plot or that it has a simple plot. <laughs> uh, it has a very simple plot, which yeah. is that the um, characters are trying to escape the villains. They drive out into the desert. They bond as they drive and fight for their lives. Then they turn around and fight for their lives till they go back and win. That's the story. It's literally a day and a night and a day and a night. Uh, and the, um, the movie is, it's about everything. It's about uh, everything to do with human relations and relations between men and women and different cultures and religion. And it's also the craziest, most insane action probably we've yet seen in the movies. And I mean, I love action movies. I love older action movies uh, like The Road Warrior, for example, uh, by the same director in 1982. Uh, but everything that you see on the screen was done in camera. Mm. Uh, Would we like to see these... a trailer, perhaps? Oh, that sounds good. Oh, no, I say thought we'd be watching this... a preview. Yeah, me... where's the preview, Ralph? Let me... You know what? You guys let are never say... happy. Let me say something about <laughs> after, after we see it. It's the oil, stupid. It's the oil, it's oil. The
4: stupid world is Please. almost out of water. Water. water water wars we are killing for gasoline getting close to the terminal
3: freak out here my name is max my world is fire and blood this The reason I wanted to specifically uh, ask us to show that trailer, this is a movie that took more than twenty years to make. Um, George Miller had ideas for it in the nineties. It kept coming together, falling apart. As you may know, the first three, because again, it's a, it's a, it's not a franchise. It's a series of three movies, but it doesn't really matter. You don't have to keep track of oh, this characters in this one and that one. Mad Max himself, Max Rockatansky, is a character that. Floats through other people 's lives and gets involved in a specific way, and then moves on, so of course there 's elements of a Western to it as well, but the um, the movie took a really long time to make uh, in the time that it was supposed to be made. Mel Gibson got older, um, became a um, really uh, publicly horribly, horribly crappy person a racist yeah, and uh, <laughs> really just awful uh, uh, racism religion um, untreated substance abuse, uh, 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 spousal abuse, all sorts of awful things. So about, he wellness too, perhaps I believe. Yeah. I think he wasn't well in many ways. So, uh, they ended up replacing him with Tom Hardy, who is like, I don't know if, if you've seen the original Mad Max, or you've seen it originally, but when you, you first see Mel Gibson step on screen in that movie, you know, you're looking at a movie star and later in the later movies, he's really very feral and Tom Hardy is very feral. He doesn't have a lot of dialogue as much as he talks in the trailer you just watched is almost all of the dialogue that he I was going to say that <laughs> yeah. was all about feral. all he said. Yeah, not very much, but he um the reason that I like that trailer so much is because they finally got to make the movie and there's I mean there's whole books and articles on the the trials and tribulations they went through and the the casting and the money and they spent 150 million dollars on this movie. Uh, They shot it in Namibia because Australia it rained too much to shoot in the locations that they were going to shoot in, like, problem after problem after problem. In the meantime, George Miller went on to make the Babe movies. He made Happy Feet. He made uh, Witches of Eastwick. He made uh, all these different movies of different genres. So he kept working and kept doing things and kept coming back to this. But uh, that trailer was shown at Comic-Con. Comic-Con is the kind of thing I normally would have no interest in because it's lots and lots of people and it probably doesn't smell good. But (laughs) that movie was the first time that anybody had ever seen anything from this movie that we knew was finally getting made. And, uh, I remember watching that trailer and it totally blew my mind. It was like, I cannot, I cannot believe I'm actually going to see this movie. It was sort of like the feeling I had when I grew up watching star Wars. And then in 1999, they made another star Wars, except this time it doesn't completely suck. I mean, this one, Mad Max. Okay. Yeah. No. So this, this movie, um, this movie that that trailer made the people that were like myself that love the movies. And, and, you know, if you made another one, of course we would see it. But the last one came out in 1985, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome with Tina Turner, Mm -hmm. which is also a really tragic movie because uh, George Miller's uh, producing partner, Byron Kennedy, They did all their movies together. Byron Kennedy died in a helicopter crash during the the middle of that movie, which is why a lot of it feels like it went off the rails because he, he really became incredibly depressed. They had to bring in another guy to finish it. So even the idea that George Miller would go uh, and, and return to that, which must be a very painful part of his life. And then at at 70 in his seventies, he makes this movie. That's definitely the best movie he's ever made. And in my opinion, the best film made yet. Uh, And so, um, that moment where I believe this, this movie could be as good as it turned out to be. That was, that was when that trailer got dumped on the internet.
0: Hmm.
3: Wow. Uh, hard to follow that. Anybody? <laughs> uh, I, I will say, um... And we'll see you. Thanks for watching this week. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been nine minutes? It's been now, nine did you say
0: minutes. Be- wait, back up. Did you say best movie ever made? Or best it, it, Mad Max movie ever made.
3: No, I, I think it's the best movie ever made. And as I said before, okay, I've exactly. never had a favorite movie. But I think that doesn't mean that other movies aren't amazing and that I don't love other movies. But in terms of the, the form, everything that this movie does, it does so right. And it's so spectacular. And it's a story you couldn't tell in any other way than in the movies. And it's told masterfully from on every level. I mean, it was nominated for know, eight or ten Oscars. It, it won six of them. It didn't get nominated for best screenplay because it never had a screenplay. It was 3,500 storyboards. Uh, I mean, like, the, the whole the whole thing that it happened at all is crazy. And so it's really, it's just extraordinary storytelling. And it, there's just the way that the characters look at each other and the story <laughs> continues and develops is, is incredible. So uh, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about the movie, and I think it's, it's wonderful. And it's the kind of movie that, like, I'm not the kind of person, I'm not 17 anymore, I'm not the kind of person where I say, oh, you don't like it, you're not cool. But I want people to see movies like this that I love because I want them to feel the connection and the engagement that I feel for it. So, uh, you know, I have friends that that saw it and didn't care for it. And I I kind of feel like I'm sorry that you didn't connect to it. But I think it's really a special and, and resonant and relevant movie even to today. And well, then he's frankly.
2: like
0: unfriend. No. <laughs> and that's the genesis of the podcast or video cast, whatever you want to call it now. Sorry, Sean, um, was to to share movies that we were passionate about to people who may not have seen them or didn't wasn't weren't even born before they came out, things like that. So it's good to pass it along. Sean, you well, were going to say something. Didn't yeah, like I, was, it, I you know? was saying that um, that I um,
1: saw I didn't see Mad Max the original one in the um, theaters, but what I did see road warrior. I was in film school at the time and that just blew me away when I saw road warrior. To me, that was like the ultimate action film, you know, and considering it had like one tenth of the action. But I mean, I I just remember going back to the film lab and telling everyone they had to see this, you know, I saw it at a a local sneak and, you know, I had to poster it on one of the posters up or something you know but you know i was absolutely blown away did not care for thunderdome i now i know i didn't know that um by you know the producer died in a helicopter crash that could explain why there was just something awful in that film that i just i mean i've seen road warrior many times and yeah. um but thunderdome one and done on that one maybe i it, actually i wanted to see it again last night after watching this film i think again so but this film you know, I saw it at the drive-in, which uh, sounds oh, wow. fun. But, you know, oftentimes there's distractions at the drive-ins. But, you know, I really enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Excuse me? Oh, Here
2: we go. Uh, nice. no, no,
1: I don't mean that. I mean, oh. I mean. And what? You know, food? Yeah, food. food. That's what I meant. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. Wieners. Yeah, Wieners. <laughs> you know, but, you know, my wife and I, we go to the drive-in alone. We don't ever bring anyone else with us because <clears throat> something may happen. You know, so um we gotta be careful. So we gotta be take precautions. Wow. But um I saw it there and you know can, I can was... anybody
2: else start to talk? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, sorry, I thought I was talking. We're not doing our um round robin again. Okay. No, but this one this was really amazing when I first saw it. You know, um this, you know, I, I was really blown away by it and I will admit Watching it the second time, I lost some of the key elements of the plot, you know, because I guess I was so caught up in the action that I missed some of the nuance, which I picked up in picked up in subsequent viewings. But um, this time, I I hate to say, I was mainly watching it mechanically, in the sense of watching how they got the shots. What seemed what I know most of it was real. I know most of the CGI was for backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You know. And skies and things like that. So, and her arm. I was trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was not. No, they cut she- off
2: her arm, <laughs> and then they kept it in a cooler they for Surgically attached it
1: at the end of the <laughs> day. And- yeah. She's method, absolutely. She is method. Remember when she won her Oscar for? Right? That's true. Yes. She had to
3: kill all those people just to get in that role.
1: <laughs> Mess yeah. up her teeth, right? And of course, to me, her favorite, my favorite role of hers was in um, *Devil's Advocate*. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Never saw that.
1: Oh, that's well, fine. Bring that one in. Then. That's a good yeah. one.
2: Oh no. Yeah. That's is that the one I'm going to
0: hate? Uh, uh, yes. That's hard. You yes. yes. no. uh. If you like,
1: if you like Al Pacino, when he goes up to 110, you yeah. may
0: hate this. Movie, yeah, he definitely would like it.
1: If not. Okay. And Cherise is nude quite a bit in the film too. Yeah. You know, so. Um. Oh,
2: great. So we'll get to talk about all that. Fantastic.
3: <laughs> but she does not have sex with a car. I
2: don't well, there's.
3: Hey, <laughs> we're one ahead. just. This movie's a car movie, and I was gonna say so appropriate yeah. for this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm gonna like. I
0: love Tom Hardy, so oh, yeah. I couldn't wait to see what this was gonna be. To, uh, not a sequel, but another Mad Max movie with Tom Hardy, and I like Sean. Thought the World Road Warrior was just an incredible experience at the movie theater and just as a movie, and I thought you know all the Mel Gibson stuff aside. I just thought that movie um, was just fantastic. And the action in that movie, I mean, that was all practical as well. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that he was doing in the first one, Mad Max and Road Warrior mm-hmm. and even Thunderdome, you know, he stages all that stuff. And what he did in this one was just, he just exploded with what he was staging in this one. Road Warrior and, was a much smaller budget too. Yeah, and, but I had, I had the same, actually, I thought, I, I'm going to just say this. I thought Road Warrior was a better movie. Um, and and, and, and it makes sense. And you're saying the script wasn't really there. And it was just about the visuals, which this movie is all visual. And, mm. and one of the yeah. things like Sean just mentioned about the mechanics, you are watching this thing, trying to figure out how the hell did they do that?
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of took
0: me away from the movie because I'm trying to figure out all the stuff with the guys swapping around on the thing and the guitar guy with the, the uh, thing, <laughs> and all, which is a real, you know, real guy up there doing that practically. Do. Um, so, so I, I couldn't get the World War out of my head, and frankly, a little disappointed with the minimum amount of time that 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 Tom Hardy was able to be Tom Hardy. Now, he was great in the scenes when they happened—the scenes where he first comes up on those ladies when he's taking the face mask off in the car, when he first meets the the ladies. That the the whole plot of this movie is about the ladies in the truck. Um, when he's on screen, and I'm not taking any way from. Charlize Theron's performance; she was great as that character as well. I just wanted to see more Tom Hardy, and slightly disappointed that it wasn't as much in this film. But yes, I saw it at the movie theater, and it blows you away in the movie theater. Again, trying to sure. figure out how they do it kind of takes takes you a little bit out of it slightly. And now, when you watch it at home, you can kind of you kind of throw that away and watch the movie for what it is, and it's still it's still a brilliant film. I'm not. I'm, I hope I'm not sounding negative about it, but. You know, I grew up watching Road Warrior, Mad Max, all that stuff, and had a big place in my heart for that and wanted this one to be a little closer to that and, you know, again, not taking away from what it is. It's brilliant, but that's just how I felt about it. And I, got, I watched the chrome version,
3: oh, which is crazy. amazing
0: if you want to watch something because yeah, that I movie, can... the shadows, the way he shot that movie works so well in black and white. It's insane. But did, you, did, you re- did you read the research on this that he wanted vibrant colors to be different than most post apocalyptic movies yes. and he was very specific about it so i don't even know why they'd make a black and white version because his point funny. was he like the the even the sky uh, you know they filmed everything during the day and and you know shot day for night and he he really played with the the colors of the sky, so why would they even do black and white? I don't even get because that. if you because the way it's shot if you look that pre the trailer the trailer that we just saw, yeah, that first <laughs> scene where we see max and that that thing he eats, he ends up eating that little thing the that lizard yeah. the that lizard two headed two headed lizard um it's just the shadows in that that's why they also made the Indiana Jones black and white because they shot it the way they shot it was perfect for black and white with the shadows and things that they was that Chrome version, a sanctioned version from him.
3: Yeah. It only exists because he wanted to do it. That way. Really? Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't going to convince Warner brothers to put that in the theater. that well, way. He never done that, but-, but, but he wanted to make sure that that version existed. And they've done that with other movies recently, like uh, Logan, the last Wolverine movie with Hugh yeah. Jackman put out a version like that. And I mean, if you make me pick which version I'll go with the extraordinary colors of the original, but if you like the movie, and you like the filmmaking of the movie, to see it in that different way is really just extraordinary. But that was wow. the only
0: difference. That, there was no added scenes or anything. Nope. It just it's just black and, black and white? Movie, no, but, but it, I mean, again, right. the way
3: they shot it, it's,
0: it, it was like, like they designed it for black and white. And not only that, yeah. the war well, boys, the guys. Yeah.
1: He went to day for night school, so he could do that. That's true. That's big You know Australia. that he
0: was, a, he was a paramedic? For night school. And a doctor, whole, yeah. Yeah, the whole Mad Max came about. He was a paramedic. He used to see car crashes all the time. And oh, he wow. just—he, I think he it might be the guy you were talking about that passed away in the Thunder. They just decided to make a movie about car crashes based on what they had wow. seen when they would roll up on people. <laughs> Did that and, guy die in one of those gyrocopters?
3: Wasn't it what? one of the gyrocopters? It might be. I'm not sure yeah, exactly I what kind. So. It wasn't like it wasn't like part of filming the movie. Yeah, no, that no, movie no movie I know. Yeah. yeah, but it, he, it, he was it, a pilot on one of those things. <laughs>
0: Steven Sonnenberg started uh, started uh, making movies black and white. He's the one that turned. Uh, Indiana Jones, black and white, and all these people were trying to take old movie Movies turn them black and white. I just think the Chrome, you should, if you like this film, see the Chrome edition. Yeah. Because it's pretty phenomenal.
2: Okay,
0: so, okay well Joe, back to you now yeah. that Ralph. Okay.
2: So yeah. um here. I had seen Mad Max and I had seen The Road Warrior um when I was in high school. So it was on, you know, videotape. It was on PHS. I didn't see it in the movies. Um and we would watch them a ton of times because, you know it just, everything's blowing up, it, you know, um, uh, Mel Gibson was really big, blah, blah, blah. So I went into this movie expecting, um, just the typical post-apocalyptic, you know, I mean, I, I didn't, I had hoped that there was a little more plot to it. Um, but I will say The cinematography is amazing. The action things, the amount of, I mean, we were talking about the amount of costumes and the amount of people and the amount of, you know, explosions and how they have to, I I find um, when they blow stuff up in movies, I I find it amazing because I'll watch a lot of DVD extras and things, and you see how we got to get this right the first time. You know what I mean? Because we don't have another X amount of money or we don't have enough time to set it back up or, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I found that stuff really, really cool. I liked that Charlie's played a strong, that they had this strong female character. That's been a big thing um, in, in, um, like the Wonder Woman movie and, you know, Black Widow and different things like that. And that's kind of nice for me as, as a woman to see, because when I was a girl, you have Wonder Woman and her stuff was barely hanging on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly. And, and it just wasn't the same kind of thing. You didn't see women as, as these tough contenders of things. And, and she was a kick-ass. So I like that. Um, you know, I like it for what it was. You know, I wouldn't call it my favorite movie because I would want something that's meatier plot-wise, but that's just me. But, you know, to watch everything explode and to watch, you know, um, just how they handled all that, i, I you couldn't get better than that.
0: Right. Brad, I mean, yeah. I'm oh, sorry, I wake you up, Brad. I apologize. I'm sorry, Nina. <laughs> yeah.
4: You got no, you um, had a long day too today. Never mind. Everyone had a long. He's had to
2: deal with me having not enough sleep. So, what do yeah. you think, Brad?
4: I was in a similar. But I mean, the the action, the 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 scenery, the I mean, the it was really it was really amazing. It, it was a little too much for me. It being the pretty much the entire movies, them racing down this chase the time. I mean, I I like that stuff to a degree, but I felt like it was, is anything else going to happen? It's just too, I mean, it's, I mean, a lot happened in that, but I mean.
0: There wasn't a lot of quiet time.
4: Yeah. (laughs) There wasn't. A whole lot of dialogue in the movie. Um, But, I mean, it was about what I expected, but it was a little, honestly, it was a little, um, like I said, I, I think that's just a little too much action for me. I mean, I like action movies, but, I mean, it was just nonstop, and I felt like, you know. Is more and it was beautiful to watch.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, it
4: was a beautiful and film to watch. um. And I can see where the chrome version would be something really cool to watch. Oh, but I that, that is was
2: gorgeous. Yeah, I mean a
4: desert setting like that is ideal for um for black and white. I think, but um, I mean, I don't think I'd I don't think I'd go back and watch it again right away. I mean, it, it was it was okay. I, I wasn't you know thrilled with it. Um, you know where I would watch it again if well
2: post COVID and we're all allowed to go back out. If they had it like at the Senator, because that's a movie that you want to see at a huge theater with the Dolby sound system, you know, just the surround sound. Mm -hmm. Some
0: people don't know what the Senator is. Okay. The Senator is a theater.
2: Oh, I forgot. We've got many people worldwide watching as we speak. Um, We do. The Senator theater is located in Baltimore and it is a historic theater. It was built in 1939.
0: Oh, so it's a palace. Yeah.
2: It's
4: what?
0: It's like a palace, right? A it's palace. Well, it's yeah. a
4: national, it's registered as a last national. It's yeah. gorgeous. It's, it's, um, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, and they've it's, actually recently expanded, but it was uh, it was just a sole, you know, a single screen until, what, maybe 10 years ago? Probably. And they've added, like, fruit. But they still have the main...
2: Yeah, they didn't split the screen that most movie theaters do. Oh,
4: nice. You can have parties. It's really a cool place. Yeah. It's got a real a it's gorgeous
2: huge. lobby. Exactly. Um, Art Deco. Yeah, Bear, real popcorn. Just exactly.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, going back to what you said, Brad, about, I mean, I saw it in a movie theater. I might have even seen it in uh, IMAX. I don't remember but it wow. is overwhelmingly. Wow. It, it, there is, there is no, the quiet parts are few and far between. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. And it, yeah. It's just, unrightly.
0: it's like the warriors twice, right? That movie, the warriors, it's just about getting there and back. And they went mm-hmm. there back and had to do it again. I'm out, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. When they got all the way up there and they said, Oh, it's gone. Well, what should we do? Turn back. back. And I thought, are you freaking kidding me? Seriously? We're yeah. just, see the movie
3: going in the other direction exactly <laughs> i like that they address that in the movie because when 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 max says you know he follows them out into the they call it the salt i presume that's where the ocean used to be because we don't we know the world was destroyed by war and fighting over resources mm-hmm. and things like that
0: mm-hmm. but
3: the um the scene where he tells them you know you need to go back the first reaction is from one of the um one of uh, morton joe's wives Abby Lee's character, the Dag, and she says, uh, she says, I thought you weren't insane anymore. Because it is (laughs) crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I already told you the night before when he's talking with Furiosa, he said, uh, hope is a mistake. If you can't fix what's wrong, you'll go insane. And that, to me, that is, that's the best line in the movie as far as who he is. And it's his character, the whole, the whole series. Because he's not, he's not Mad Max like, oh, he's really angry all the time, although he gets angry. And he's not Mad Max <laughs> because he's an unhinged, not well person. He's been driven you know, mad by the tragedy in his life, and he doesn't dare to hope. And right. so when you see these movies, the people that – and it's a legitimate criticism, but there were a lot of people who were like, well, this isn't really a Mad Max movie. It's a Charlize Theron's Furiosa movie.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But that's a Mad Max movie. Mad Max is drawn into the conflict between – the, the guys in all the S&M gear and the people at the refinery, literally the black, the black team and the white team and The Road Warrior. He's drawn into the conflicts in uh, Bartertown and Thunderdome. And he ends up that he's a good man and he can't help but help. But there's never any scene where he says, I'm going to do the right thing. That's why, like you said, the movie has all this action. The decision to tell the story through the action was what was one of the most powerful things to me. I mean, mm-hmm. the way that he builds a relationship with Furiosa, literally just with a couple of lines and looking at each other, and she, he won't tell her name, and she says, when, you know we're going we're gonna to spring this trap to escape, and he won't tell her his name, so she's going to yell fool is the code word. And then mm-hmm. in that chase, which is when the motorbikes uh, go after the, the war rig, which of course is all real guys on motorbikes world champion stunt guys going and doing all these ridiculous, crazy stunts.
2: I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, you nice. know? Somebody this. told me about that before we watched the movie that there was so little. C oh.
3: oh Yeah. It's amazing.
2: And you but think, the, Oh my uh, God, how wasn't everyone dying everywhere? Yeah. You know,
3: but the, the scene where, where Furiosa crawls back up into the cab and mm-hmm. uh, they look at each other and they haven't looked at each other that way. They looked at each other other times in the movie. They looked at each other when she was driving and he was strapped to the front of the car they mm-hmm. look at each other in anger, but you can tell they look at each other and they go, well, we're doing this together. And that whole scene, the way that they cooperate, and it's, it's, there's no dialogue where they sit down and they say, I think, you know, you're doing the right thing by trying to help these women. And, you know, I, I used mm-hmm. to be a cop but I'm going to help you. That, it's, all, it's all in the action. I saw it four times in the theater. And wow. Yeah, I, it, just, it, totally, it just totally blew me away. And, and it's like that, that kind of storytelling. I think like if you didn't like it, that's fine. But if you if you liked it, it's like movies are like people. You know, you don't get all the best stuff the first time that you meet them. This (laughs) is true.
0: You're way too deep for this, man. I'm telling
3: you. And gives and gives. And you were talking about costumes and makeup and all those things, and it won Oscars for a lot of that stuff. I mean, you talk about building a world in a movie. I mean, every time you watch the movie, you'll see some other design of a steering wheel of a vehicle, and they built all that stuff to make. Mm-hmm. But they did that in the trilogy too. They did that in the original trilogy. So. Oh yeah, yeah. But the, the 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 scale and the fact that it feels like a later world. You know, yeah. you go from yeah, where where there's because there's so many we have death cults, we have all this. That's really it's it, it's they're gonna make more, but it's the kind of movie where if they never got well, they're to gonna do a, do a
0: prequel with uh, uh, Furisa. yeah, and Tom Hardy after because uh, we talked about this before we started recording, but Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron did not like George Miller because they didn't understand what he was doing right. till the, oh. til the film came out, and then they <laughs> saw it, and then Tom Hardy signed on for three more. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, and she's not going to be in the sequels because, to Drew's point, it's him. It's like The Incredible Hulk, the TV series. A different group of people every time, right? (laughs) (laughs) Now, I want to talk about, I want to. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm a big, I'm a big Road Warrior fan, okay? I love (laughs) the Road Warrior. And I had never seen this movie. Oh, wow. I saw a couple scenes from it, but I never saw it. And as I'm watching it, because I love the Road Warrior, okay? Let me just say that up front. And I don't think this was as good as the Road Warrior. Mm-hmm. But as I'm watching it, it the way it started, like that beautiful interceptor of him that has lasted three movies gets destroyed in the first four minutes of the movie. So I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is this? What's going on? He gets captured right away. And then none of that really gets explained. Then you see her and she's going off east and then they're in the chase. So... Ralph, you, you don't like backstory. I like a little backstory, and there was none. <laughs> well, we got it. Oh, no, we got it because you, you really. figured out that she's rescuing those four. Well, yeah, but you five figured five that it out, and, but it, it went right into well, it. Well, right? that's, that's backstory that, that's said with action. I didn't need them. Like like Drew was saying, I don't need someone to sit well, down. Well, he's and upside down them. feeding blood to all these guys. Yeah, he's a donor. Get they get Why was he, he doing that? I was not see
2: the blood bag for that. He, he
0: didn't do it for They did it to him. <laughs> the tattoo oh, no explained who he was. Is what I mean. But I, I only learned that looking it up, doing the research. But here here's what I want to say about well, he's the,
4: he was a universal donor. I know it said that it they, was. They, yeah,
0: yeah, us because yeah. it's good blood. Yeah. He had good blood. Yeah. But as I'm watching you it, oh, it still needs to be the type. All I kept thinking was, oh. if you're a fan of film and you're a fan of filmmaking it's an incredible film to watch because you know, everything's done practically. So like everyone's already said, I just kept watching going, how do they do that? How do they do that? And how are they? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and as I'm watching it, uh, you know, they keep up and up and up and what they're doing till the conclusion, which was, you know, when they flipped the tank over, which was done in one take. Um, So so that's (laughs) why. So, so it's not like, and I, I, it's not that I didn't like it, but, I wasn't paying attention to the plot as much as I was paying attention to everything that was happening and how cool it was and how they could have possibly done it. So as a fan of film and filmmaking, I really liked it because of that. But I compared it to Road Warrior, which probably isn't fair, uh, but I liked Road Warrior better. I thought the story was a a little bit better than the story here. Uh, But I did like it. I mean, it's not that I didn't. I actually had my wife watch it. And she loved it. And I said, Well, what did you like about it? She goes, I just like movies set in post apocalyptic times. That's what's they her of her marriage. That's interesting. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting, yeah. right? I said, Well, that's very, very interesting. interesting. <laughs> and now, my other complaint is, and I love Tom Hardy. Well, every time he talks, he talks to Daniel. You know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always sounds, I know in movies they loop dialogue, right? Right. They have to. His dialogue always sounds like it's looped. It never sounds like it's coming from... Well, in, in every movie he's in, practically, he's wearing a mask. Well, he wasn't
2: wearing a mask
3: for half the movie, and he still sounded that way. Well, there's, it, there's more to it. But he wasn't
2: that. talking then.
3: Well, what, what few lines he had. I don't know if you know, the, this is a little tidbit about Tom Hardy. I, this is a thing that I think has made him sound kind of silly in some of his movies, and I, I do love him. He, as an actor, has said he never wants to do the same voice again in another movie. So he definitely achieves that, but I mean, like that definitely does. But there are times when he's hard to understand because of yeah.
0: But this so so, you know, and and the other thing was you know, and you've already said this, Drew. It makes sense what you said, but in a Mad Max movie, you want him to be kind of at the forefront, and he was more. They were they were much more equal, which was you know, and a bad thing. But in a Mad Max movie, right, want him to kind of be a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Well, I
2: expected he was somehow going to be the overall hero. You know what I mean? And that wasn't exact. That wasn't how it was played out.
0: Well, well that last been... scene, when he walked away, he was supposed to be on the platform. And he said to George Miller, Max wouldn't do that. He would just walk to the next place that he has to go to. Right. And that's mm-hmm. why they filmed the scene that way. I thought that was kind there of... There are
2: lizards to eat. There are things
0: to get. Well, wasn't that one of the original criticisms of the movie was everybody expected because it says Mad Max, yeah. Fury Road, that it yeah. was going to be Mad I mean, I, I'll, I'm i not going to lie. I expected that as well. Um, yeah, but they so, did yeah. not like it because of that.
3: No, no, no. Made- absolutely not. sure I'm not sure why you would expect it if you've seen the other ones, just because he is he is not the main thrust of the story in Road Warrior, which I... Yeah, also- but Drew, it's not Mad Max, the
0: Road Warrior. It's not Mad Max... Oh, it is Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. But yeah. uh, the it Road is-
3: Warrior, when the it is- it's in the title, you expect to see... Well, but it was originally Mad Max 2, the Road Warrior. Yes, you know, yeah, right. They saw Mad Max in America the way they hoped they would see Well, that. Right, to be fair,
0: Mel Gibson's... That movie's about Mad Max. I mean, there are no...
3: I'm not, I'm not saying it's not about him, but if you think about what he actually does in the movie, and again, he's got that spectacular car, yeah. which he loses. Yeah. He says, I'm going to do this for you. You're going to give me gas. I'll be on my way. They say, please help us. We're trying to escape. He's like, I just really want to be on my way. So he gets them the trailer, the tractor, and so that they can tow the tanker out. And then he leaves, and then he gets run off the road, and they break my heart and kill his dog and all that stuff. And then he comes back, and he's like, all right, I'll, I'll drive the truck for you. Which is just a humongous misdirect because you have this incredible twenty-minute action sequence trying to save the people save, driving a truck full of sand, right? And and, and like that's a guy and that he didn't know it though, and he disappeared right, and he right. disappears into the desert. That's why it's almost more like mythmaking than a than a movie series of of sequels.
0: Well, you know the theory. The theory was he was the feral kid in this movie. He wasn't really Mad series. Max because at one point you see the little music box, which is directly from the Road Warrior. Yep. But he, George Miller says no. It's, he's Mad Max. He's not the kid. So, well,
1: that I didn't need him to be the same Mad Max because it seems like a huge amount. Because if you saw the first movie, the world was still in order then. Right. There wouldn't be time for all these mutants to be. Well, which
0: on. one? The American dubbed version or the. Yeah, don't
1: worry. Back, back up Mel okay. Gibson because yeah. no one would be able to <laughs> understand them. But I want to say one thing. You know, um, Tom Hardy. You think he can drive in this movie. You should see him in the movie Locke. I was going to bring up Locke. I haven't Lock seen that. He's, I heard
0: he's great in that. Locke is brilliant. He drives yeah. a car it's for
1: the entire movie. It's an he hour and a half in the car, room. right?
0: Talking on the phone yeah. with whatever yeah, he's voice. He's doing some weird accent. But, yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> but hey you. people! <laughs> You're riveted through the whole movie. And he's right. He's driving a car for an hour and a half on a phone. Um, it's yeah. not quite Mad Max, not even Thunderdome. But, I mean, yeah. get, I mean I'm mean, i getting back to the, the Road Warrior was about Mad Max, okay? It was about him. You're following him through the whole thing. Yes, there's Mr. Rack, he's driving the trailer out. He didn't know it was only Sand. He thought he was taking Petro, right? right. No, uh, I think he – or did he? He didn't know there was Sand. That I don't think he did. He didn't know because at the end you could yeah, – he looked at the girl and they both, they both figured it out. Yeah. The, the, the one guy that knew got killed. So you're expecting this one to be Mad Max and oh. then they introduce this other person and again I'm not complaining about it I enjoyed the movie I wasn't critical because I didn't see as much and Max because when he's in it especially that first scene where he meets what's her it's Furiosa what's Fier-
3: her Furiosa When he
0: meets her with all the three girls when they stop and he comes over and he's got the guy chained to him yeah the mm-hmm. uh, one, the, the the kid there from X-Men Nicholas that's the Hall. X-Men actor, right yeah. Um that fight scene where he's fighting with the guns, and it 's just like it, brilliant, brilliant, so i i don't know I, I have mixed feelings because just like Sean and, and John were both saying, I was watching it for the technical. How did the hell did they do that stuff mm-hmm. um, but i still I still enjoyed it, and you know the actor that played Morton Joe was from Mad Max, right
3: he played the, the gang cut. leader the same character isn't he with the' no. he, even the same it?
0: character same he's actor.
3: Totally Toe Cutter's yeah. Dead and Mad Max. Right. I, I wish I could I wish I wish could cite the right um, uh, comedian, but I heard somebody basically say, you go to the movie theater lobby and you see this huge movie that's coming out, Mad Max Fury Road, and they have those giant character standees and it's like Tom Hardy, Charlize Theron, Nicholas Holt, Hugh Keyes Byrne. He goes, I want that guy's agent because uh, that guy's agent is the most incredible agent in the history of Hollywood to get his name on the these other because He was amazing, but he's not, I mean... Even if you've seen Mad Max, you, you're not going to recognize him because he's got that crazy mask with the horse teeth mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I mean, that scene, the fight scene where he first meets the wives and, and wants some water and then he turns into a brawl, that was one of the scenes that um, it really showed me how different the world was because in the other movies, there's, there's never enough. Like, you've got that double barrel shotgun, and he's putting the feral kid on the hood, of the truck and road warrior, because that's the last shell, right? In This movie, they've got all the bullets, all the guns, all the, everything they could want. There's even all the water and all the food, but that's, what's being controlled. Right. And the last thing that there isn't enough of is human bodies. And he wants to have babies, which his compatriots don't really think matters, but it's, it's just, the whole thing steps up another level to, to what they're, what there's, what like the evil that's being done. And so, um, that's why I feel it's so relevant. I mean, I, I couldn't watch that movie again without thinking of Me Too and, and all these people that were, that were able to say, no, this isn't right how I was treated. I mean, these women were literally, I mean, I presume living a life of rape and horror, and they were able to escape because Furiosa, who I presume had a similar life, we don't get again, we don't get her backstory really yeah. at all other than she was kidnapped from the Paradise Screenplace and she was gone for 7,000 days, and then she went back <laughs> and it was gone.
0: How many years is that? Did you guys read that one of the wives was Elvis Presley's granddaughter? Yeah, the redhead, the redhead. Yep. Wow.
3: Really? Yeah. Yep. Tri- actually,
0: oh, wow. knowing that now, she kind of has that look too of of uh, the daughter.
3: I'll have to go back and look. Yeah. And Zoe Kravitz is uh, is. Yeah. For, I, knew, I knew her. Well, so, oh, yeah. that was Zoe Kravitz.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh. Zoe
3: Kravitz was the one. Um, was the one with the really short hair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: They all have names. I, I loading up the guns all the time.
3: Well, that's, yeah, the movie is full of these, like all the other ones, these crazy names. I mean, you know, the, the main wife that's pregnant, is her name is Splendid Angharad. And, you know, Immorton Im- Im- Joe. And all. It's just the, the world is just, it's completely insane. And, yeah. and,
0: and you don't expect people. I mean, he, he, he killed off some people I didn't expect that were going to get killed, frankly. Oh, yeah. um, well, you knew the pregnant one was going to get killed. They set that up. Well, they set, yeah, they set that up. But, but. Bam. yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I don't know why everybody. I don't know Under how Come to the understand. wheels. I honestly, <laughs> I don't know how you're saying that there was not. Well, not not saying this, but there there was a lot of plot in this movie. It oh, just yeah, wasn't, definitely. I mean, yes, it's a chase scene for two hours, but there's all kinds of stuff sprinkled throughout. And no screenplay, right? Well, that Neither. character Nux
1: definitely had a character arc. Yeah, mm-hmm. really good, and he that was a great performance.
0: Yeah, that he went amazing. to Valhalla That's at the, the
1: end of this film. I mean, it's so easy, you know, you put pregnant women in, and you're automatically sympathetic. But this guy, Knox, really goes on a journey on this film. You know? Easy. Shiny
3: and chrome. Yeah, the most traditional sort of character arc, like you said, in a movie is definitely him. I
1: mean, and, but he's, 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 for being a violent killer, he's
3: also kind of an innocent, too.
1: Well, that's for the violent killer. I'm yeah.
3: He's child. You know, he thinks he's, he's going, going to with when he sprays. Oh, poor free. Is that what
0: they were called? Poor boys? War boys. Poor huh? boys. War boys. The war, war, boys. War, boys. The war boys. boys. The war boys. Weren't they all, weren't they all, and Morton Joe's kids, all those war
3: boys? No, they're um, all those people that he won't share the water with. Remember at the beginning of the movie, he says, mm-hmm. he turns on the water for a moment, and everybody yeah. runs out of their squalor with their bedpans and, and yeah, whatever. They're trying to grab the water. He says, and he, Do he says, you know, don't, be don't
2: become addicted to it. it.
3: Uh-huh. Or you'll resent its absence. Uh, th- those, those war boys, I believe the way you're supposed to read it is that those people that live out there that are under his thumb, they give him their children. They give him their sons; uh, and that they'll get something in return that'll make their lives worth something because he's uh, everything. So oh he's gosh. basically got an army of stolen, deceived, diseased children that will. Yeah, they're all covered yeah, with toys, right?
1: Yeah,
0: it's yeah. Amazing. Oh, I thought they were all his, including the little, the little, the little guy in the telescope, and because everybody's calling him dad. Well, the two—I two, guess that's all part of the
3: cult situation. Well, the, yeah. Two, yeah. the two are his children. Are Rictus Erectus, who's the huge guy who yeah. who rips off mm-hmm. vision, right. The, right? And then Corpus Colossus is the little the little uh, guy with the very serious deformity. That actor actually just died. Uh, oh, I, he did. I, oh, I, wow. I him on Facebook a couple of times. He was a very sweet guy. He had a nice dog, uh, and that was a movie where he, he represented the Morton Joe had an imperfect child that was physically was terribly uh, born terribly deformed but was brilliant. And then Rictus Erectus is played by a a professional wrestler, MMA fighter in perfect form, but he's clearly like a a kid.
1: Right. I had a brother. (laughs) It's perfect. I had a brother.
3: Oh yeah. I had a baby brother. I had a baby brother. And that's, that's one. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead.
2: One of the issues I have with the movie, um, it's because of my own curiosity. You know, I wanted to know, okay, why is his big, you know, the big son we were just talking about, the tall MMA, why are they wearing oxygen? Why do they have these tumors? What happened? Like, and, and I know that you're just supposed to assume, you know, all this happened. It's just in my mind, I'm always thinking, um, well, how did this lead to this? And how did this lead to that? And I don't need all the backstory, you know what I mean? It's, I don't need someone to walk me through it like that, but, and I think that's why um, one of the things that intrigued me about this so much is when, um, when they get to that group of women who are, you know, from where their Theron was.
0: The green place.
2: You're right. Um, and she, I calculated, and she had been gone um, between 19 and 20 years, is 7,000 days. So, um, and the one woman had kept seeds. from all the plants and the trees and the this and the that. And then they preserved them, and then they brought it back at the end, you know, the little briefcase kind of, not briefcase, but, you know, bag thing. Yeah, the
0: wife took it when she died.
2: Right, and I wanted to see what's going to happen to this, because now they're back to where there's water. Now they're back to where things can grow. So what's going to happen when they open the next movie?
0: It's not going to be that. Because they're talking yeah. about they're talking about a prequel with her and a sequel yeah. with him. That's not going to have anything to do with that place.
3: Yeah, yeah. He wanders, he wanders <laughs> the wasteland, and they tell you, in, they tell you in the movie that um, the green place went sour. So you know, you drove through it in the middle of the night when right. they had this huge blue wasteland with people yeah. on the field with lawn. that one tree, right? And one, yeah. he didn't even know that it was that's called. A thing. Thing. Yeah, but I think I think um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's and the way I read the movie is that's our fault. You know, we poisoned the earth, and so mm-hmm. that's why seeds can't grow. And then where there's water, this, uh, this citadel, with, you know, it's so green on the tops of the things and, and, and all the, the, the plants. And, you know, basically Gas Town makes gas, and, and Bullet Farm makes bullets, and the citadel makes produce so they, and water. So they all, they all help each other, these three terrible people that run these communities. And mm-hmm. it, um, it, it's, it's our fault that it went bad. And they're now at the end of the movie, these women are are at the place where they can grow the seeds that have been saved in that satchel for all that time. I, I kind of don't need more, you know, like it's a, it's a story I want to know more, but the ending was so perfect with them coming back and, and the people who were there had hope and it was all going to be, it was going to be different. And, you know, that's all you can really want in a positive way for the end of the world. It's going to be a little better because that guy's gone and the real nice people are back. It was sweet the way they tore him apart
1: and ate him. Well, but uh, that's, that's to them for, after, for, after they ripped his yeah. face off, yes. Yeah, that I wanted to back up. I hate to stop a movie when it's moving, but I'm like, Oh man, that just I, happened. a remote, But I'm like, no, I'm just going to let it play. Like,
3: <laughs> well, and also when she does that, she says, remember me. He growls at her like a lion, and then she throws the chain into the tire. I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah, I want. I would like to, but I mean, there's clearly a horrible history there, and she got her revenge. Well, that's what they're going to show. That's what they're going to do. Right, and I don't know if you guys know this, but they talked about who they're going to cast as Furiosa in the prequel, and uh, it's it may be Anya Taylor Joy, who you know from The Witch. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be Charlize Theron. Mm. No, it's going to be a younger actress. He said it's not going to be. It's it's not going to be. Uh, it's, I would say it's going to be. You know. She's, she's
0: Oh, it's who, probably going to be when she got captured, right? Right, when she's taken. And oh, she well, that's, in. Yeah, well, that's too bad. Well,
1: we did do The Witch, and our two
0: guests did say that that was
1: not only the best horror movie ever made, arguably the best film ever made. So
0: I love that movie. You who said, said
2: that. Have a lot of podcasts on movies. <laughs> Somebody stories. else who was drinking.
0: Wasn't before than me, I they know that. Was <laughs> no, no, they, they, that's a good movie. You guys didn't like the witch. I,
4: never mind. We're not going to talk about the witch. I heard I they're one making one a prequel to the Hudsucker Proxy.
1: The podcast. as soon as she saw the knife and the baby, she's like, you
4: know, for younger kids.
1: on <laughs> <laughs> it. It It did. St- you know, it was an amazing film, and they did that. The same guy was the guy who did that lighthouse movie.
0: <laughs> that never got no, about away. the witch? Yeah, right, sure. right, right. The witch did lighthouse. Um, oh,
2: I, I had it. I had it upside down. Sorry. <laughs> Poor kid.
0: <laughs> Poor kids. So the idea is that Max just moves on to the next adventure. Right. Like Luke in Kung like Fu. Make the Incredible Hulk. Right. I was going to say, he's like, like David Banner, yeah. right? He just, yeah. He's always going on to the next thing. I like the Kung Fu. He, he I, went I, I around, traveled the earth. He walked the earth.
3: That's what it is. He's that yeah. kind of lone hero.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. was well, trouble talking.
3: Isn't that <laughs> trouble? He just does no, he was right. He that he incredibly
0: scarily, <laughs> well. oh, he, he does that pretty well. What was the war movie that Christopher Nolan did? Oh, he just did it. Inception. No, no, oh, the war. Uh, movie. uh, uh Dunkirk. That, Dunkirk, and that's him in the mask the yeah. whole time as a pilot. That's, yeah. True. Yeah, that's true. That was a, that was an incredible movie too. Yeah. So, not a good movie. Um, a well-made
3: movie. It was incredible that way. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, th- um, I think we're ready to rate, maybe? Okay. I, I think, again, we do this too late, I think. We all know. Go ahead, Wojo. We'll start with Wojo.
2: Well, I'm torn. I don't want to say yippee-ki-nay, because I didn't hate the movie. But... If I say yippie yay then it puts it up there with everything I love. So I think I'd just say yippee kai. meh.
0: Yeah, you know what? We gotta add yippie ka. Yippi kai meh. yippee kai yppi kai meh. Well, that's one of the meh. Like it's yeah. like a yeah, half it's like yeah. Okay, Sean. I get what you're saying. Oh Brad, I'm sorry, Brad. Yeah, I am in the same boat. I'm okay. yippee yippie kind meh. Of course you are. Yeah, I guess we Don't you go against her. She will smack you.
4: Sean <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid of her. I'm a yippee
1: <laughs> I liked Mad... I liked Road Warrior better, but I enjoyed this film when I first saw it, enjoyed it this time. And I'm probably going to pick up the uh, DVD and see, watch it again. Uh, to me, it's an it's an amazing achievement of filmmaking. And I was just sitting there watching and wondering how many cameras they had mm-hmm. on this because they couldn't do this, on, on, you know, in a... Tremendous amount of times. Yeah. So I was just looking at it. And what I was really noticing was oftentimes something that was going on behind them, they'd cut to a shot forward in the train, and you'd see that going on in the back. And I'm like, if that's not rear screen, they really had to time this stuff really out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this It's an amazing achievement of filmmaking. So, yeah,
0: yippee ki yay John? Yeah, I mean, I i, I think I've, I'm right in line with Sean. I think uh, if you like film and you like filmmaking, I have to give it a yippee yay I mean, it was amazing to watch. And, again, you try to figure out how they're doing everything and how those people did the stunts. And a lot of them did their own stunts, too, which is even crazier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drew, uh, any uh,
4: – Well, what, you what about you?
0: Oh, um, I say yippee-ki-yay, of course. Yay. Um, I just came off a 34-hour trip to Chicago that I had to drive a U-Haul towing a, a car on, and I did not want to look at another movie with cars flying all over the place cause I felt like I was <laughs> – <laughs> I felt like I was getting attacked the whole time I'm on this trip. But I have to say, Yippie Kaye, really, really take a look at the Chrome version if you can. Because it is um it's quite beautiful. And yes, I know all the vibrant shots were shot. He didn't want to make it look post-apocalyptic, but boy the way they shot it, it looks fantastic in black and white. Mm-hmm. The, the the war boys all have this glow. And and back to what John said I love that I get dropped in a movie that George Miller creates a world that is just incredibly intricate right down to what Drew was saying about the steering wheels they're all pulling off that pile of steering But I wheels. have a question I'm not a filmmaker okay so so when they have a black and white version they don't shoot it for black and white right huh. so the cinematography isn't for black and white so did how do they you saying it looks beautiful black and white do they do it in post and just you know, I don't understand. No, it's the way things are shot. Like black and white films, if you look at like Nosferatu or those those old German Impressionists. 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 It's all about shadows and dark, right? right. Dark mm-hmm. and light. Mm-hmm. So you take like Indiana Jones, they did it to Indiana Jones. Sonnenberg took it and he turned it black and white because he said if you watch that movie in color, you can see the way they lit things. It's design- It looks like it's lit for black and You're white. You're talking about Raiders? Raiders? Raiders. Raiders of Lost Ark. I'm sorry. What did I say? Indiana Jones. I said Indiana Jones. Okay, Raiders Who's the lost Character. he's point. a character in the movie. Right. I got it. So, <laughs> the, it, so this movie. <laughs> you no, know, they didn't specifically light it for black and white, but the way they lit it for the look they went for, it looks when you convert it to black and white, it just looks. Phenomenal. Okay, so the setting
4: is kind of ideal for that because you've got a lot of the texture and the the contrast and it's the, all contrast. It's yeah, all it's, contrast.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but again, the War Boys have a glow. It's just. You should take take a look at it, and you know, right, of right. course, he's doing some post work, making the Chrome version right. to enhance whatever he's going right. for, anyway. So I'll have to check it out. Should Andrew? I guess uh, you're last. Hey, for the, the greatest rest.
3: film ever made. What do you think he's going to say? <laughs> I think we'll <I> <laughs> surprise you. That'll be Yippie Ki eh? Wait, wait. Say Yippee Ki motherfuckers. Ralph, we got to bleep that
0: out of post. No, we're not going to bleep no, that. We're
3: not. Put it You're in black no, right. watching anyway. <laughs> you know what? That's true. Those <laughs> of you who haven't seen the film, uh, it's available uh, on Blu-ray. Uh, it's available with the black and chrome version on Blu-ray. Oh my gosh! It's available on. Um, <laughs>
2: but is it on LaserDisc? From Ralph? No,
3: it's available. Unfortunately, no. I didn't, I didn't get that separately because is it it's on a, Beta. Of <laughs> what is that? This like is that, is that every, one. Every, every of Max of movie Max? with all Oh these really? Stuff. High octane. That's every Mad Max. uh, Plus, you have some statues behind you too. Mad Max High Octane Collection. Nice. So it's um it it, and on all of your digital services. So what's behind (laughs) you? Why don't you explain what's behind (laughs) you? Oh, these are um these are Funko Pops, which I used to think were really silly Uh, little dolls. I'm sorry. (laughs) Excuse me for one second. A cat set off the alarm. Hold on. They're not little (laughs) dolls. They're collectibles. And that's our show. Okay. We Ralph, we lost Ralph, the internet.
0: Ralph, he's out for the next one. All right, no, He wants <laughs> us to see oh, his uh, Come on. cats <laughs> all over the place. I didn't know he was a cat guy. Oh,
3: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the parts of those little collectible things that um, I always thought, like, I'm not interested in that. I love movies, but I don't need little, little mm-hmm. dolls that I'll never And take. then they put out Mad Max ones, right? They made Black Phillip the goat from The Witch. She's <laughs> so, so cuddly. Oh That's such a cuddly God. little toy. And then uh, they made a bunch of and Christmas was uh, everybody's like, "Oh, Andrew wants that," and they were right. I um, mean, those and, are all characters from the movie. It's always? just Fury Road, or there. Oh, the yeah, it's, it's all from Fury Road. So there's Nuxes and Immortan Joes and Maxes and wow. uh, Rictus Erectus. What's the, and what's the book back there? That you, what is that?
0: A book or a poster?
3: This is one of those art of uh, books. Wow, if we're you're interested get it. in all in wow. the. Wow the the movie like the movie won all these oscars for sound design and i think the the one it deserved more than anything that it did win was editing because the way that movie is edited oh yeah you know, 300 uh-huh. hours yeah of footage and the, his mm-hmm. wife was actually the editor and she'd never edited an action movie and she said he said oh my god so she cut she took 350 hours of yeah. of this footage and cut this this incredible crazy story out of it but you know there, there's so much going on in the movie and this is full of sketches and concept art, and you can see the journey of it, and you can see how it never had a script. I mean, it's just, the, the, the whole movie that had happened at all is, is almost more impossible than most movies. Because sometimes these movies, you make them, and they, they take so long. Like, uh, Gangs of New York took 25 years to make, and uh, I don't think it was worth the wait. No, awesome. definitely not. <laughs> right. No. This, this movie- <laughs> oh, I hope we don't do that one, because I, <laughs> I gave it away. <laughs> well, I still want to know why the... That <laughs> was John's surprise. You never find out. But yeah, so this is really a yippee-ki-yay, mother-
0: for me, yeah, that's it's a good. You don't have to say the other part.
3: Just uh, you know
0: what? <laughs> well, what is the best? Your favorite movie of all time? At, yeah, it,
3: exactly. Uh,
0: at he gave it away. At
4: the
0: end. He didn't bury the lead. He put us the lead right up front. uh Yeah, good one. I mean, I agree. I don't agree it's the best movie ever made, but I agree it's a really good, well done film. And yeah. if guys, explain too. When you say a movie takes twenty five years to make, that means. You know they have to. You know it's not they're making the movie for twenty five years. It has like, to do with the oh, script and boyhood. And no, no, we and live- boyhood, it. yes, that's a different. Orson uh, Welles did
3: a movie that took fifteen years to make,
0: and well, he filmed
3: for fifteen years. Sometimes these movies, it's like you know they maybe they got the money and then right, they started right. making it, but it took nineteen years to get somebody to give them the money, or they got the money. Oh, yeah. A bunch of times, and they were going to make it, and then their lead actor turned out to be a drunken, screaming anti-Semite, so they couldn't make the movie. And also, fair enough to, to Mel Gibson, when he, he was talking to George Miller about doing this, he
0: was actually doing Passion of the Christ at the time. Oh, so wow. there was a little of that, too. It wasn't just that he was a complete idiot.
3: So when are we going want to do, be fair to him. When are we going to do that one?
0: Which one? Passion of the Christ? Christ? We're going to wait for the sequel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... There, I'm and if a you'd like to follow <laughs>
2: us on any social media, you can find us by the handbasket we're in, and you'll figure out exactly where we're headed. Thanks for watching.
1: <laughs> hey, so, uh, are we get our background with um subscribe button.
0: I don't um, have it today. Not in on this one. Except take, take our I words. said it. I said it. Subscribe. You guys
3: watch. So,
1: uh, I like
0: John. the visuals. You like that next time? Next time. John, you want to do next week's movie? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it is yet though. I'll let you know. You're not you don't Well, know. let me let me throw it out there. Uh yes. I, I so I like the classic, so I can do a classic or I can do a real um uh, no, not a, a comedy. Hmm. But uh What are the
2: choices? Tell us what the I'm cho- not
0: telling you the choices cuz you're going to say no no matter what but I Yeah, do. you got to give us a you can't just throw that like that and not I mean I you know I, the also, two, oh, I think. You no, know, one you know I'm not even gonna. No, I'm not even gonna play this game. It's Yankee just, Doodle
2: Dandy, isn't it?
0: No. Oh, don't. Oh, I love that movie.
2: <laughs> My mom used to watch it every fourth. Of I time. love
0: that movie. So crap. yeah, you know what? Let's do Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yeah. Oh. Crap. Won't you? What <laughs> have Jim you done? Yankee Doodle Dandy. Jimmy Cagney. We really got to watch that. Yeah, you really have to watch yeah. it. I, I think really you should well go with the other one you were talking about. We had to watch – oh, well, okay. It's either Yankee Doodle Dandy or Porky's. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch either it's one movie, of those. Right? It's the same thing. <laughs> oh. Whoa. <laughs> so how many want to watch Yankee Doodle Dandy? Raise your hand. How I've many want to watch it. Porky's?
3: I've uh, seen that a few times. I've seen <laughs> them wow.
0: both. I don't care. You don't care? Better than the sequel.
2: Oh, uh, Porky's revenge. Porky's too was. <clears throat> Porky's
0: revenge. All right, I'll let you know. Right. Porky's, he will surprise us. Okay, he'll surprise us. Well, another another fine addition, Drew. Thank you very much. <laughs> you and brought it. You, July... you brought a fastball for your first movie. That was other good. than the really nice uh, harsh language, Drew. You really brought it today. Well, <laughs> <gotta say> it. <laughs> All adults here. Uh, so we'll see you next time. Yep. Okay. All right. Over and out. Stay safe, everybody.